the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTVN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this special Veterans Day broadcast of the Bill Bunkley Show. This 11th day of November in the year of our Lord, 2021. I am honored to be here on this day. And I want to begin at the top of the show to thank each and every one of you who serve to defend this nation. I want to thank each and every parent of a veteran who's listening to this show today. I want to thank every son and daughter of a veteran who's listening here today, as well as extended family members. You know, here at Salem, we hold a very, very special place for those who have defended the ideals and the freedom of the United States of America down through many years and many battles on many foreign soils. And this is a day that it's very important to never, ever, ever forget the sacrifices 
and the lives <clears throat> the lives have been changed because of men and women wanting to make sure that the life that we are enjoying right now this afternoon in a beautiful day here in West Central Florida could be a day for all. I thank you very much for being with us this afternoon. We're going to have some special opportunities to think about Veterans Day from several different angles this afternoon. In a little while, I'll tell you about a very special program that we'll be bringing to you at 5 o'clock. But the first two hours of the Bill Bunkley Show, we are going to be talking about our veterans. You're going to be hearing from some very important speeches from some of the key leaders in our country. You're going to be hearing my commentary as well, because this is a very, very special day. Now, you know that I am your watchman on the wall, and today is your watchman on the wall. I'm going to make sure that all of us that have gathered together, all of us during this hour, many of us are followers of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that we come together with kindred spirits about our love and affection, not only for our country, for our God first, country second, and along with our country, the men and women who have served, who have died, those that are serving today, and the youngsters that are coming along that will serve for tomorrow. And each day I remind you, as your watchman on the wall, I am standing in the gap right here for our American Values. And I can tell you, as a son of not one but two veterans, my mom and my dad, I want to tell you that when I consider American values, those values also include honoring the men and women who have served to keep us free. And each day I pledge to you to be forever faithful to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to conservative principles. And those are our Judeo-Christian principles. And we're here today because others have sacrificed their lives, their limbs, and even their mental health so that we could live in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Unfortunately, in the world we live in now, the culture that surrounds us in America, we have a lot of individuals who have no idea what it takes to keep our country free. And in fact, they are working very hard to do what many others have done in major countries and civilizations that's come before us. And that is to destroy those countries and to destroy this country from within. But I still pledge to you today to be watching right here on the wall for any encroachments to us being able to exercise our faith, being able to exercise our full rights under the First Amendment of the United States of America, to be able to raise your children the way you deem. And for those of us that are Christ followers, in the wisdom and admonition of the Lord, reminding those in the federal government, you are not the parents of our children. Reminding teachers, school board administrators, as well as school board members, you are not the parents of our children. 
You're not our co-parents. We are the parents of our children. Those that are caretakers, they are the ones best to make the decisions. And there are safeguards for those family situations where that protection has broken down. But I also want to say, free enterprise. Come to America. Take your shot at the American dream. Why do you think we have thousands and thousands of thousands, and I'm going to call them pawns? They're pawns because they have been lied to by our government and are coming by the thousands to America. Why? Because America is still that light on the shining hill. And I love, as a Christian, I want to tell you that we have no real control of what the, the government's been doing with allowing so many folks that have not been screened, that are not coming here in an orderly fashion, have not been um, properly documented. But I want to tell you that we love all people. All people. Well... If you want to share a little bit today, our phone lines will be open at 877-943-9673. Particularly, and if you have something to share about Veterans Day, a story, a thought, that's going to be our focus for the entirety of our time together today. You can also text me on the Bill Bunkley Show text line at 813-444-6264. 813-444-6264. And you can also email me at afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Afternoons at letstalkfaith.com. Today is Veterans Day. It's a day that I know if my mom and my dad would have been alive, having served in the Army Air Corps during World War II, this would be a day of pride. And every year we always put out the American flag outside of our home on this day. Today, as long as it's not in climate weather, I fly the flag of our country every day outside of our home. And I can assure you at the crack of dawn this morning, one of the first things I did when I awoke was to go out and do put our flag in front of our home today. And it's encouraging to see a number of other flags within our subdivision today. Well, in many cases, today is a holiday. It is a holiday for the federal government. Oddly enough, Wall Street is open. The NASDAQ is open. That wasn't always the case. And I kind of wonder why they're open today. Because the ability to have the free enterprise system and a free market, their ability to do what we do in the markets has been safeguarded by those men and women who have served this country for decades. My recommendation would be to close down next year and to pause and have especially the capital markets respect those who have served. Today, we are honoring military veterans, Veterans Day. 
who served in the armed forces. And it coincides with other holidays, including Armistice Day, as well as Remembrance Day. Those are celebrated today in other countries. That today is also important to them. It's a day that we all come together with our allies around the globe as it began as an anniversary celebrating the end of World War I. World War I, the war that was supposed to make sure we had no more wars. And then came along World War II. Major hostilities of World War I were formally ended at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918. I want to repeat that again. Major hostilities of World War I were formally ended at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918 when the armistice with Germany went into effect. At the urging of major U.S. veteran organizations, Armistice Day was renamed Veterans Day here in the United States in the year of 1954. Now remember that today, Veterans Day is distinct from Memorial Day, a U.S. public holiday in May. Veterans Day celebrates the service of all U.S. military veterans, while Military Day honors those who have died while in military service. And so today, we also recognize women veterans. Women's Veterans Day is very important. And my mom was proud to serve in the United States Air Corps. And that's where she had an opportunity to meet my father. More on this Veterans Day coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com HR. That's BambooHR.com HR. Do you know someone with a heart for helping others who are facing the challenges of aging? If you know an active adult with the heart of a volunteer who wants to earn additional income with flexible hours, please have them contact Seniors Helping Seniors. Their matching process pairs seniors in need of help with seniors who want to help by providing in-home care, friendship, and companionship. 
earn extra income while helping a new friend. Visit 813seniors.com. That's 813seniors.com. Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Catherine. And we are so excited to be able to continue with our radio show, Vacation Nation Radio, on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Vacation Nation Radio is where we celebrate all the great places that await you on your next getaway. And isn't it about time for another one of those? Don't miss a moment. Of Vacation Nation Radio. Saturday mornings at 7. On Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Bill Bunkley here. The United States Marines were established on November the 10th, 1775 to augment, naval, to augment naval forces in the Revolutionary War. The recruiting headquarters was set up by Captain Samuel Nicholas in the two tavern on Water Street in Philadelphia, which is considered to be the birthplace of the Marines. After success in many campaigns, the Corps was abolished at the close of the Revolutionary War for reasons of economy. On July the 11th, 1798, Congress ordered the creation of the Corps, named it the United States Marine Corps, and directed that it be available for service under the Secretary of the Navy. <clears throat> the Corps celebrated its birthday or Marine Corps Day on July 11th from 1799 until 1921, when the date was permanently changed to November the 10th to commemorate the establishment of the Corps to aid in the Revolutionary War. The day is still observed by U.S. Marines worldwide. Specific exhibits, parades, drill team performances, and speeches typically mark the occasion. The birthday ball, which culminates in the cutting of the birthday cake, is held that evening in Washington, D.C. It is not possible to determine precisely when the first cake ceremony was held, but the first on record took place at Marine Barracks, Washington, D.C., in the year of 1937. Major General Thomas Holcomb, the Commandant, presided in an open house for the Marine Corps officers, including the cutting of a huge cake in the shape of the Tun Tavern. Very, very special day as we remember the Marines today, and we'll be honoring your service today uh, by the playing of uh, the different uh, themes for the um, opportunity to hear your song today. Quick reminder that air conditioners always seem to break at the most unfortunate times. Very quick reminder that right now, $79, we'll get that proactive maintenance special with my friends at ACS Home Services. Get your air conditioning inspected now. 
because you know it breaks down at the most unfortunate times. And they're going to not only come out now, but in six months, two different inspections and total cleanings for a cost of $79. And when you do that, you have peace of mind. It's their EPA-certified total system rejuvenation. Go to their website right now at acshomeservices.com or call to put your order in for your inspection and cleaning at 813-544-2467, Let's hear from Colonel Oliver North, a proud Marine who served our country well. Average age of the young Americans serving in uniform today is 20 and a half years of age, making him about 10 months older than his grandfather, who would have served in my war. He's a high school graduate. He's a volunteer. He is brighter, better educated, better trained, led, and equipped than any soldier, sailor, airman, guardsman, or marine of any country in history. He goes to work wearing an eight-pound Kevlar helmet, a 45-pound flak jacket, He's been taught chemistry and physics and ballistics and avionics and electronics to operate and maintain the most sophisticated weapons and equipment ever designed by the hand and mind of man. He can use his body like a weapon and his weapon like part of his body. And he can take a life or save one because he has been so remarkably well-trained. The images of the young Marines and soldiers and sailors and airmen Going to Bible studies and religious services aren't staged. They're all real. They're all spontaneous, and nearly all of them are initiated by those young Americans in harm's way. When they gather in prayer circles and huddle up before a mission, they're not going out to play football. They are going into mortal combat, and they know that some of them are liable not to come back. And they do it because they have faith. Just for the grins, how many of you raised a teenage boy? I used to do this when Betsy wasn't there because she eventually told me, I saw you raise your hand. I I did that. (laughs) Think about getting a teenage boy to clean up his own room, do his own laundry, fix his own meals, clean up everything without a size 10 in the backside. And yet that same youngster today washes and mends his own clothing, feeds himself, takes care of cleaning his weapon, cleaning himself. He's totally self-sufficient. The kid who once wouldn't share a candy bar with his little brother now gives away his last drop of water to a wounded comrade, his only MRE to a hungry Afghan kid, and splits his ammo with a mate in a firefight. I always save this one for last when I'm explaining it to young people about who they are, because so few of them know the truth of these youngsters. This is a frame taken from my footage on the 6th of April, 2003. Baghdad is the smoke pall you see in the background. The Marine unit I'm with embedded is the van, the lead element of the attack on the Eastern Corridor. We're about 15 miles outside of Baghdad and a Republican Guards regiment ambushes this Marine rifle company. They spin their Humvees around and there is a gunfight that occurs between this regiment and this rifle company. And in the midst of the beaten zone, the area where the intersecting bullets are crossing, a United States Navy corpsman I had first met in Kandahar in 2001 rushes into the battlefield, right through the fire, drags two, two wounded Marines out, 
and carries them on his shoulder to a helicopter that's landed in the roadway. And in this footage right here, I am standing on the ramp of that helicopter. And this corpsman who's rushed now twice before and brought these two wounded back, now has a third one. And off to the right-hand side, as you look at the screen, a Reuters news crew sets up their tripod and they're videotaping him going in and out. And as this guy staggers back into the gunfight, one of them shouts out, hey, mate, what did you do that for? Didn't you notice? In other words, you stupid American. Didn't you notice that wasn't a Marine? If you look carefully at that photograph, you'll see that the wounded warrior who's already been bandaged up by that United States Navy medical corpsman isn't a Marine. It's a wounded Iraqi soldier. And this U.S. Navy corpsman has rushed into the battlefield to save his life. And so, because it's polite company, Wayne, I can only put it this way. In response to the Reuters news crew, the Navy corpsman gives them a gesture. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to get that part. He gives him a gesture. He says, didn't you notice? He was wounded. That's what we do. We're Americans. We are Americans. And we thank you for your service, United States of America. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. More about Veterans Day. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott, a 22-year-old college senior who was critically injured at the Astroworld Festival in Houston has died, making her the ninth fatality from the event. Hundreds of others were injured in that melee as rapper Travis Scott took the stage. A criminal investigation into the deaths is now underway. President Biden has commemorated Veterans Day at Arlington National Cemetery. The president marked the observance by participating in the Presidential Armed Forces Full Honor Wreath-Laying Ceremony on the 100th anniversary of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. In Paris, President Macron and Vice President Harris took part in a tribute to how France and the U.S. stood together to force the retreating Germany into surrender in 1918. The Dow is down 130 points. The Nasdaq is ahead 90. This is SRN News. Why Here's Dr. Robert Jeffress with today's Pathway Minute. Sin is habit forming. Don't think you're going to just sin once and be done with it. Don't think, well, I'm involved in pornography right now, or I'm involved in this drug addiction, or I'm involved in this secret relationship, either in person or by texting, and I can get out of it anytime I want to. I- I'm free. I'm going to do this just until I get to the edge of sin, and then I'm going to break it off. doesn't work that way. Sin is habit forming. Solomon said it this way in Proverbs 5, verse 22. He said, his own iniquities will capture the wicked, and he will be held by the cord of his sin. You're listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress, Bible teacher on Pathway to Victory. For information and helpful resources, go to ptv.org. President Abraham Lincoln is often remembered for this quote. I have been driven many times to my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. 
My own wisdom and that of all about me seemed insufficient for the day. Well, like President Lincoln, I have been there, and I imagine you have too. If you don't know where else to turn today, why not go to your knees and humbly ask God for His help? I don't know what your relationship with God is, but I do know that God is good and that God loves you and cares about every part of your life today. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's love on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66, start your journey home today. Are you ready to thrive in a career with meaning and purpose? Consider a new and rewarding career as a financial advisor at Thrivent. You'll have the support of a Fortune 500 company backed by a 100-year legacy. Thrivent's team in Tampa Bay is growing and looking for candidates who are entrepreneurial, results-driven, and inspired by the promise of helping others reach their financial goals. Thrivent offers a values-driven culture, competitive benefits, and great earning potential. Call 407-942-1332 or visit Thrivent.com careers. This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie launches an encouraging series called Refresh. It's a look at those foundational precepts that will allow us to enjoy the refreshment of a life in harmony with God. This week, our focus is on prayer. Tune in for A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Listen to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk Radio, online at letstalkfaith.com. United States Army is the land service branch of the United States Armed Forces. It is one of the eight U.S. uniformed services and is designated as the Army of the United States in the U.S. Constitution. As the oldest and most senior branch of the U.S. military in order of precedence, the modern U.S. Army has its roots in the Continental Army which was formed 14 June 1775 to fight the American Revolutionary War from 1775 to 1783, before, I should say, the United States was even established as a country. After the Revolutionary War, the Congress of the Confederation created the United States Army on 3 of June 1784, to replace the disbanded Continental Army. The United States Army considers itself to be a continuation of the Continental Army and thus considers its institutional inception to be the origin of that armed force in the year of 1775. And so as we think about the different service branches, later I'll share a little bit about my mom and my dad. But when, for some of the youngsters or younger folks that may be tuned in, and 
get a little bit confused when you hear the term the U.S. Army Air Corps because in the early days before the official forming of the Air Force, and we'll talk about that history a little bit later on in today's program, but aviation was a part of the U.S. Army. And during World War II, the uh, U.S. Army Air Corps was the branch of service that both my father served in and my mother served in. And my father, well, of course, was in aviation, was uh, stationed out in the Pacific Theater. Uh, he was assigned uh, working out of Canton Island there toward the Solomon Chain. Some of you who are real um, space buffs know that in the early Gemini and Mercury days, that Canton Island was a tracking station uh, in the early days of space flight. He served there. He lived. He came back. Uh, he was from Georgia, transplanted to Florida, and my mom was in Missoula, Montana. She'd gone to work for the Forest Service and was transferred to Washington, D.C. Then the war broke out. Pearl Harbor was attacked, and then she signed up for United States Air Corps. She ended up being transferred to San Francisco, the same city where my dad came back from after serving in the Pacific. And that's where they met. They were in two different buildings. A lot of the boys came back, had desk jobs. They met, and six weeks later, they were married. And they moved to Florida. And about 11 months after they got married, my brother was born at the base hospital at MacDill Air Force Base. Well, I want you to hear about what a president had to say about this day and about his, his pride of the United States Armed Forces, especially on a Veterans Day. Let's listen in to former President Donald Trump. Today we come together as one nation to salute the veterans of the United States Armed Forces, the greatest warriors to ever walk the face of the earth. Our veterans risked everything for us, now it is our duty to serve and protect them every single day of our lives. It is truly an honor to come back to New York City right here at Madison Square Park to be the first president ever to attend America's parade. To every veteran here with us, to the thousands preparing to march on Fifth Avenue, it'll be really something. And to the 18 million veterans across our country, the First Lady and I have come to express the everlasting love and loyalty of 327 million Americans. I want to recognize Department of Veterans Affairs Deputy Secretary James Byrne for joining us. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Great job. Pleased to report that our administration and all of the work that we've done, the veteran satisfaction with the VA is at 90%. It's the highest rate ever recorded in the history of this particular program. And that's awfully good. And we're very proud of you and the secretary. Thank you very much. Great job. Also with us is New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. Thank you very much, Mr. Mayor. Thank you along with many other distinguished guests. 
Thanks as well to everyone at the United War Veterans Council for putting on this incredible event, including Bill White, Doug McGowan, and a very special acknowledgement to someone who has devoted his life to this parade, Marine Vietnam veteran Vince McGowan. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, each of you and all of the supporters whose generosity make this parade possible. Tremendous amounts of work has been done and tremendous, frankly, amounts of money has been donated. And we appreciate it and we appreciate Stanley. We're very glad to be joined as well by the Honorary Grand Marshal of the Parade, Marine Corps Commandant General David Berger, and the Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps, Troy Black. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Let us also show our profound appreciation to the 2019 Grand Marshals of the Parade who have served in World War II, Korea, Vietnam, the Gulf War, and Iraq. This morning, as more than 30,000 patriotic Americans lined the streets of Manhattan, we carry on a noble tradition that began one century ago. In 1919, the people of this city filled block after block to welcome home General Pershing and his 25,000 American soldiers after victory in World War I. Just a few years before, many of those soldiers had boarded ships not far from here at Hoboken Port. More than 4 million Americans fought in the Great War, and more than 116,000 made the ultimate sacrifice. At the 11th hour, of the 11th day of the 11th month in 1918, the armistice was declared. The war had come to an end, and the Allies achieved a great, great victory. Every year since, on November 11th, we have shared our nation's deepest praise and gratitude to every citizen who has worn the uniform of the American Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, and Marines. We are profoundly moved to have with us veterans of World War II, including one of the Grand Marshals, Woody Williams. Thank you. Thank you, Woody. Thank you very much, Woody. To each veteran of the war, the glory of your deeds will only grow greater with time. This city is graced by your presence. This nation is forever in your debt, and we thank you all. We're also pleased to be joined by veterans of the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the Gulf War, and the War on Terror. You are the reason our hearts swell with pride, our foes tremble with fear, and our nation thrives in freedom. Would you please stand so that we can honor your heroic service, please. Well, I want to tell you that every time that Veterans Day rolls around, it's a very special time. And today, at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, there on the hills, of Arlington National Cemetery, a very formal service took place. Every time I've gone to <clears throat> the cemetery, it's been very special. 
In the next hour, I'm going to tell you about one of our family members. His name is Commander Joel Bunkley. He was the commander on the USS California on December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day. The California was a destroyer. It's one of the destroyers that was taken out at the docks with the aerial attack. Fortunately for the California, she was able to be raised and repaired and returned to service. But as you go to see the tomb of the unknown soldier and you're going through Arlington, just before you come up on the hill, the rise of the walkway that is part of the, the public traffic pattern, walking pattern, if you look to your left, you'll see a rather large headstone. It's in an unusual part of the cemetery, in the officer's part of the cemetery, because most of what you remember from Arlington or other military cemeteries are all the universal stones that are used as the headstones. Well, in this particular section, as you're walking up, and just before you take a right to go up that final ascent to the hilltop where the tombs of the unknown soldier is, you'll see B-U-N-K-L-E-Y on a large headstone. And that is the resting place of Commander Joel Bunkley. But you know, all of us have a story. Hope you have a story as well. Because if you don't have someone in your immediate family who served this country, I bet if you start doing a little bit of a search whether it's ancestry or whatnot, you're going to be part of probably as well, unless you are a recent immigrant, but you will probably see members of your family tree who served. And I can tell you, when you go back and you start seeing members of your family that served in the Union Army, And at the same time, other members of your family that served in the Confederate Army. And you start thinking about the history of our nation. And the uniqueness of our nation, at least to date, that our military is so designed, so uniquely and wisely, that it's the civilian leadership that rules this country not the military forces. Well, coming up, those of you who took to the seas, we're going to have an opportunity to hear from the song that makes you proud. The song of the United States. Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. 
Now here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. Just because it comes around every year does not mean we should take it for granted. I'm speaking of Veterans Day, the day we honor all living veterans who protected our fragile nation. And it is fragile. Freedom is not the normal condition of most nations of the world. Have you noticed? Dictatorship, censorship, religious discrimination, forced abortions, communism, socialism, starvation, and so much more are the lot of so many nations and people. The freedoms we have enjoyed since our founding are the direct result of people who have been willing to earn less for the qualities of life that have far greater value. These are our military veterans. If you know one, thank one or more today for their service. If you don't know one, find one. Call your local VA office and stop by to say thanks for serving America and preserving our freedom because there are many who would like to take it away. You've heard the saying, freedom isn't free. Well, it isn't. It costs. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high-quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare. And that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network. So, yeah, really, you could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Bill Bunkley here. We're now in open enrollment for the Affordable Care Act health insurance plans. The one-size-fits-all government options have high deductibles and even higher monthly premiums. I've been telling you about Tim Cooper and how he's been saving folks here in the Tampa area hundreds of dollars each month with his Freedom of Choice health insurance plan. It's available all year round. You can use any doctor or hospital you choose with lower deductibles, and you don't have to be vaccinated to apply. If you are on Obamacare, uninsured, or your employer coverage is too expensive, call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580. That's 813-212-2580. Or go to healthplannetwork.net. That's healthplannetwork.net. They can design a plan that is managed and designed by you and not the federal government. At Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. I'm part of the saints. I'm part of the people of God. As God is using me, as I am committing myself to generosity and prayer, God is is using this far beyond what we would ask or imagine. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell. Weekday afternoons at 2 and again at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 and online at letstalkfaith.com.
Welcome back, Phil Bunkley. And that was uh, our tribute to the Coasties that are listening in this afternoon. And, of course, before we went to the break, it was the United States Navy. Let's talk about those two branches of the armed forces. Let's talk about their origin. For the Navy, the Continental Congress resolution to procure two armed vessels adopted in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on 13 October 1775 was the original legislation out of which the Continental Navy grew. Within a few days of that vote, Congress established a naval committee which directed the purchasing, outfitting, manning, and operations of the first ships of the new Navy drafted Navy legislation, and prepared rules and regulations to govern the the Navy's conduct and internal administration. Philadelphia was also the port where the purchase and outfitting of the first four vessels of the Continental Navy took place. Because the Continental Navy began in Philadelphia on 13 October 1775, the Navy claims that date as its birthday. A logical corollary would be to recognize Philadelphia as the Navy's birthplace. The Navy, however, also honors the significant naval roles that many other towns played in the American Revolution and does not recognize any as its sole place of origin. And the United States Coast Guard. United States Coast Guard is the Maritime Security, Search, Rescue, and Law Enforcement Service Branch of the United States Armed Forces, one of the country's eight uniformed services. The Coast Guard is a maritime, military, multi-mission service unique among the U.S. military branches for having a maritime law enforcement mission with jurisdiction in both domestic and international waters and a federal regulatory agency mission as part of its duties. The Coast Guard operates under the U.S. Department of Homeland Security during peacetime, but can be transferred to the U.S. Department of the Navy under the Department of Defense by the U.S. President at any time or by the U.S. Congress during times of war. Prior to its transfer to Homeland Security, It operated under the Department of Transportation from 1967 to 2003 and the Department of the Treasury from its inception until 1967. A Congressional Authority transfer has only happened once. In 1917, during World War I, when the U.S. entered World War II in December of 1941, the Coast Guard had already been transferred by federal decree by the President of the United States, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, in November. We're certainly proud of your service in the armed forces. And coming up next hour, probably one of the most popular presidents in our time, the actor, the Californian, Ronald Reagan. We're going to hear from President Reagan coming up in the next hour as well. And then we're going to have a a testimony. One of our employees right here, one of our staff members at Salem Radio, Salem Media Group Tampa, 
He is our assistant engineer. His name is Dale Gore. Dale also has a connection to what I shared a few moments earlier in this show about our family member, Commander Joel Bunkley, who was commander at the time that the USS California, his ship, came under attack with the Japanese dive bombers, excuse me, torpedo planes, and the attack on Pearl. Well, he knows a little bit about Pearl, too. And he has an interesting story to share because he was a submariner serving our country. And so Dale's going to step in a little bit later on during the second hour and have a chance to share with us about that experience. And then coming up next, because of my parents who served in the Army Air Corps, which really was the soon-to-be United States Air Force, the next military theme song that you're going to hear is that of the U.S. Air Force. Life creates faith-defining experiences that give students and families the opportunity to encounter God and grow in their spiritual walks. We share the gospel and support local churches in over 80 countries through high-energy youth camps and events, as well as 11 Bible Institute campuses. If you're looking for hands-on, practical help in your church, Word of Life Youth Ministries offers local advocates as well as biblical, relevant curriculum to help you serve better. Learn more at wol.org. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. When life seems to be pulling you in the opposite direction, don't panic or get angry. Remember, an arrow can only be shot forward by pulling it back first. So get ready. God is pulling you back in order to launch you forward into a place called greater. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. WTBN Pinellas Park, W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan. Moss Nissan, whatever it takes. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The sound of taps being played after President Biden laid a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier at Arlington National Cemetery to mark Veterans Day. The president has announced an effort to better understand, identify, and treat medical conditions suffered by troops deployed to toxic environments. A 22-year-old college senior who was critically injured at Astro World Festival in Houston has died, making her the ninth fatality from that event. A criminal investigation into the deaths is underway. Senator Elizabeth Warren pressuring President Biden to pardon federal nonviolent cannabis convictions. In a letter to the president, Warren laments what she calls more than a century of failed and racist cannabis policies. She calls on Biden to, quote, use your executive authority to pardon all individuals convicted of nonviolent cannabis offenses, whether formerly or currently incarcerated. The letter also signed by 
Democrat Senators Ed Markey of Massachusetts and Jeff Merkley of Oregon. The senators cite Biden's own argument when, in a primary debate, he called for legalizing marijuana and expunging the records of cannabis offenders. Bob Agner reporting. Also at SRNews.com, California getting ready for what could be a wetter pandemic surge. Governor Gavin Newsom says there are some concerning signs. Hospitalizations are creeping up in some areas, including Los Angeles County. It wasn't long ago that California had the nation's lowest COVID case rate, but now it's 16th, says the governor. So California has started pre-positioning equipment and locking in contracts with temporary health care workers. State health officials say as the weather gets colder, people will stay inside more and there'll be more holiday mingling at a time when vaccine and natural immunity will begin to wane unless more people get booster shots. I'm Rita Foley. This is SRN News. This inter- the following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt, credit card debt, and I heard a commercial for Trinity. I gave them a call. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. When I first called, I was a little embarrassed and kind of ashamed, and I looked at the numbers, and I saw how quickly that astronomical debt that was in my life would go. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. What I would tell other people, please pick up the phone and call Trinity. Just let them put together a program and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. Call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Republicans and Democrats are miles apart on transgenderism. SRN's Michael Harrington reports. The question is simple. Are there only two genders or are there more? According to the latest poll from the Public Religion Research Institute, 61% of Democrats say there is a range of many different genders. By contrast, 87% of Republicans say no, there are only males and females. With the two parties that far apart on what's becoming a major issue in American life, few analysts see an easy way for the two sides to compromise and predict more friction in the future. Michael Harrington, SRN News. One politician who is popular with evangelicals is making way for another. Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge has dropped her bid for governor, clearing a path for former White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders to the Republican nomination. Current Republican Governor Asa Hutchinson cannot run for re-election due to term limits. This is SRN News. Odyssey. Depending on where you are, you can pick up Faith Talk Radio on the FM dial. If you're on holiday to St. Petersburg or from Brandon to the coast, listen to all your favorite Faith Talk programming on FM 100.3. Strength between Sundays, always on AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com and in Northwest Hillsborough County on FM 100.3. Cornerstone Pros. You don't allow just anyone into your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros technicians are the best of the best, background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability. Servicing air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators, call 813 291 0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Strength Between Sundays, Faith Talk 570 and 910, online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Good afternoon. Welcome back to Bill Bunkley's show. This is the Bill Bunkley show on this very special day. It's Veterans Day 2021. And we are certainly honored to have you here this afternoon as we have been paying tribute to those of you who have served in our armed forces during the first hour of our show. We'll continue to do that during this hour of the show as we welcome in our friends on our News Talk Answer stations. For those of you that are tuning in from Sarasota, Bradenton, I know that many veterans are also in your area like they are here in the greater Tampa Bay area, West Central Florida. And uh, we want to say on behalf of the Salem Media Group and, of course, Salem Radio across all of Western Florida here and myself, our staff, Brian, certainly my family, thank you, thank you, thank you for your service to this country. Thank you for the sacrifices that you have given for us to have freedom. And I know that many of you are tuning in today and you are also remembering some of your colleagues. Some of those that went into battle with you. Those that did not come back. Those that lost a limb, lost a leg, still challenged with the mental injuries that we have been slow to recognize. And we want to also thank all of the Gold Star families, all the moms and the dads, all the sons and daughters of veterans and extended family members. Sometimes we take our freedom for granted. Sometimes we take the general peace of the United States of America for granted. For most of us living today, whether you served or you haven't served, we certainly by and large have lived in a pretty remarkable period of time in world history. And today we're only free because of the sacrifices of others. And so we've been paying tribute to those of you who have served. And we're going to continue to do so during this hour, reminding you as your watchman on the wall, we care about you. And as long as I'm at this watch, on this platform, on this radio station, having just completed my 16th anniversary, we will always... Honor and respect our veterans. We will always want you to come to the head of the line to thank you for your service to all of us. If you'd like to share anything today, the phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. As we are going to talk a little bit about service and testimonies. Coming up this hour... We're going to be hearing from our assistant engineer here at Salem, Dale Gore. He's going to share a little bit about his story of serving in the United States Navy as a submariner. And what that means is on a submarine based out of Pearl Harbor. 
He'll be with us in just a few minutes. You're going to hear from President Ronald Reagan. And you're going to hear from Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. But first, I just want to share with you again, for those of you just joining us, on behalf of all of you that have a testimony, I am so proud of the service of my father. He was Walter Gervin Bunkley, born in Brunswick, Georgia, came to Tampa, along with my grandfather, George Henry Bunkley, whose father was William Henry Bunkley, my namesake, and both my grandfather and my great-grandfather were born on Cumberland Island, now a national seashore, southeast Georgia, just north of Jacksonville. My dad would serve in the United States Army Air Corps and be stationed in the Pacific Flight Operations based out of Canton Island, just in the vicinity of the Solomon Chain, way, 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 way out. And yes, that used to be a tracking facility in the early days of the Gemini and the Mercury space missions. And I remember as growing up as a little guy, watching and waiting for the tracking to come in from that station. And I remember Dad being very, very proud and talking about his life on that island. And then proud to say my mother, who I remember both of them have gone on to be with the Lord, but today I pay tribute to her as well, Laura Aurora Smith, who became Laura Aurora Smith Bunkley. Born and raised in Missoula, Montana. That's why I spent a lot of my time in Montana. You hear me telling stories about going to Montana. Hope to be out in Montana just after Christmas for a few days. Well, she joined the United States Forest Service there in Missoula and then was transferred from Missoula to our nation's capital with the service, Washington, D.C. Then we declared war on Germany and on Japan. And she left the Forest Service and signed up to be a part of the war effort with the United States Air Corps. Army Air Corps, I should say. Eventually, she was transferred to San Francisco. And that happened to be where my dad, who lived, thank goodness I'm here as evidence of that, came back to San Francisco. They were, um, she was working for one of the generals there. And uh, he was, uh, came back. They all were given desk jobs. They were trying to figure out what to do with all these guys. And, of course, guys and the girls got together. So mom and dad met. And six weeks later, they were married in California. Six weeks. And mom didn't want to live a life, uh, all her life in the cold. And she heard a lot about Florida. So she said, I want to go to Florida. And so the rest was history. My brother was, was born here about 11 months after that out at McDowell Air Force Base, the base hospital, and I was born here. So uh, as the precursor of the United States Air Force, we're proud of that heritage. And I say that because 
I want you to be proud of your family members' heritage and to share that heritage with the generations to come. Now, in a minute, Dale Gore is going to join me, but have a little bit of Pearl Harbor history in my family as well. On December 7, 1941, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. I know you've seen so many of the scenes and the footage. Well, one of the battleships on battleship roll was the USS California that was moored there at the destroyer docks just a couple of berths down from the Arizona. Well, our family member, Commander Joel Bunkley, was the commander of the USS California on the morning that she was attacked at the docks there at Pearl Harbor. And I've spent uh, a lot of time reading that history, reading about him, reading about when he came back to the States testifying before Congress about what happened at Pearl and our readiness. He later would go on to be the harbor master uh, for the New York Harbor there at New York City for years and years. But there's someone else I want to bring in now who knows a little bit about Pearl Harbor as well because he's a former submariner with the U.S. Navy. And that's Dale Gore, who is uh, our assistant engineer. And uh, Dale, I want to bring you in, and thank you for leaving your post uh, here with today's duties and uh, coming on the show for a few minutes. Well, you're certainly welcome, Bill. It was a pleasure to be able to come on and talk about what happened in the Navy there. When did you decide it was Navy? Did you have another family member? Was it a choice that you wanted to see the world? I think that was part of the uh, the promotion way back when. Yeah. Um, my older brother was in the Air Force already, and I wanted to join the military. And my dad and my grandfather on my mom's side were both navy guy so i was like you know what i want to go in the military i want to serve the country but i think i want to go into the navy so yeah i did join the navy to see the world and they sent me to orlando for boot camp what year was that (laughs) 89 1989 a lot of folks have gone and processed through the navy boot camp there in orlando and so when you got done with boot camp, uh, what they assigned you for your next training or specialty? Well, I was assigned to the nuclear program. So I stayed there in Orlando for about another year. You go through your A school where you get your rate. Uh, the other branches call it your MOS. Um, then you went to nuclear power school, and that was about six months. Then after that, you went to prototype and that's where I got to start seeing the world because, again, they wanted to send me to, like, Kings Bay, Georgia. And I was like, no, 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 no. I took out I, I took the school that was out in Idaho because I wanted to go see something different than Florida and Georgia. Now, now, that's interesting because you probably know Kings Bay is one of the major submarine bases here on the East Coast. And it's also right adjacent to Cumberland Island, of what I was talking about earlier, where all of my family is from. 
Now, in a moment, we're going to hear from the Navy. Got to take a break, but uh, Dale's going to be with me into the next segment. And I want to find out how he ended up being a submariner, how he ended up serving in the Navy, and about that experience at Pearl Harbor. We'll be right back. Did you know that 7% of Florida veterans are women? That's over 116,000 female veterans living in the Sunshine State. Many had to endure the harsh reality of combat, and some are missing limbs and suffer from PTSD. Other female veterans gave the ultimate sacrifice. I'm Captain Matt Bruce, a Vietnam veteran and host of the Third Watch on AM860, The Answer. When you see a female veteran at any of the local Veterans Day's events in our community, make certain you honor them and thank them for their very important service to the United States of America. This message is sponsored by Travel Cats. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. The best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place. Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Good news, ladies. Ugly brown spots on your skin might feel like they're the end of the world, but they're not. You can fade those brown spots from view with Dr. Perry's Night Skin Cream. New customers can try Night Skin Free. Diminish the appearance of brown spots on your face, neck, and hands. Try Night Skin Free. Call 1-800-509-4152. Pay only shipping and handling. One per household. Call for your free Night Skin. Call 1-800-509-4152. That's 1-800-509-4152. Every two minutes, a child becomes a victim of sex trafficking in the U.S. And you know what our greatest weapon against child trafficking is? It's our children. It's time to act with PACT. PACT works to teach students to identify the warning signs of child trafficking so they can help other vulnerable kids around them. Students can sign up for PACT's online training program to stop child trafficking. Go to PACT.city to sign up for the one-hour course today. We declare not one more victim. And we're back, Bill Bunkley, here with the Bill Bunkley Show, saluting you, our veterans, on this very important day of the year, Veterans Day 2021. I want to thank you for being a part of our program today as we are dedicating our time with you to the men and women who have served this country to keep us, to keep us free. 
And I want to just also say that my heart goes out to many of you. My mom and my dad, who both served, they went home to be with the Lord certainly some time back. I am just so relieved that they're not having to see a lot of the dissent and the disrespect and the lack of understanding what it takes to make a country free as we have been seeing unfold now for the last few months here in America. But I want to tell you that even though you might be subjected to a media that never seems to appreciate what you've done, believe me, believe me, Americans who are the majority, we know what you've done. We thank you for what you've done. And we know that we have the peace that we have today because of your service. Of course, that was United States Marine Corps that we just heard from. And since we have uh, Dale Gore back with us to to talk about his story, to complete his story, well, they're kind of cousins, though probably wouldn't tell a, remind a, a Marine that they're part of the Navy or the Navy part of the Marines. So we'll keep that together. And as we go out of this uh, particular segment, uh, we'll keep it on the seas. And so you'll be hearing from United States Coast Guard theme in just a moment. So, Dale Gore, you, uh, 1989, you went into the Navy because of family members, basic training in Orlando, nuclear school in Orlando. Next level up, you didn't go and stay here on the East Coast. You went to Idaho. So I know once you finished up in Idaho, when, when was the point where you knew you were heading for a submarine? Well, you had to volunteer for submarines. You know, pretty much they started asking you in boot camp, but while we were in the nuclear field A school and then power school there constantly, do you want to volunteer for subs? Do you want to? And, you know, I, I was like, I thought about it. And then, you know, from a historical standpoint, because I love history, um, I knew that the subs in the Pacific did a, a lot to help win the war in the Pacific. And you always hear about the Marines and the Army and how they did the island hopping all the way back to Japan. And yep. those dudes chewed some hard ground, don't get me wrong, but you don't hear as much about the submarines that strangled the the Japanese Navy because when they bombed Pearl Harbor, they didn't attack the sub base. So the, the submarines emerged unscathed. In, uh, Along with the aircraft carriers that right. were out at sea, and that Correct. wasn't part of the Japanese plan. Well, the, the cool thing was Nimitz was a submariner himself. Mm-hmm. So when they survived, he just told them, he was like, go out there and, and wreck stuff. He just kind of <laughs> gave them free reign, you know, and, uh, and they did, man. They did a great job, and, and they sunk like 80% of the tonnage in World War II. So I was like, you know what? I want to be a part of something special. I want to be a part of a, a special group. And even today, you know, I was, I was at a mission barbecue with the captain, and when people saw my hat, I was wearing my, my USS Olympia hat. They're like, what's that? And I was like, well, it's that's my submarine hat. And just saying that, I was surrounded by probably about five to ten people asking me a bunch of questions about subs because they just hold everybody's imagination, I think. And it's a different service. I mean, Marines can talk to the Army and, you know, pilots can talk to pilots, but we were the only ones down underwater. So... You know, it's, it was different. It was neat. Well, um, like, let me ask you, because 
Well, first of all, uh, quick question. Uh, when they started inquiring, I get the idea that not a lot of people in nuclear school were jumping to go on the subs. Would that be kind of a right. accurate description? Right. You just don't have nuclear people down there. But, yeah, that's a lot of people like, no, man, I'm not going underwater. And then, you know, you get there. Uh, the people up forward, they have to go through sub school, but they figure because all the stuff that we had to do going through the nuclear pipeline, we are ready for the submarine, and we got sent to the ship. Now, once you get to the ship, you have to earn your dolphins. That's your subsurface warfare pen, mm-hmm. and you have a year to earn your dolphins. If you don't get them, you get kicked off the boat, you know, because basically that signifies, you know, the ship from – beginning to end you know, you can do anything on it um if there's water coming into what we call the people tank you can help us stop the flooding you can get us back to the surface you can help us fight the fire you know you can you can you're there you are somebody that i can trust on on my right hand or my left hand and you can trust me in the middle and uh that's what you look for so if a guy couldn't qualify and get it get his dolphins you know, you're a danger to everybody on that ship, especially if you're deep underwater. Now, when you – so your first chance to see and to get on the ship you're assigned, it was the Olympia at Pearl? Right, correct. Now, I was on – I was on a civic leader tour a few years ago and um, had a chance to uh, be invited to go to Kings Bay, and I was on the USS Tennessee Okay. Uh, and then, of course, being in San Francisco, I think, a couple other places, I've had a chance to get into the real claustrophobic uh, tubes of World War II uh, submarines. Right. Um, we're going to extend this a little bit more in the third, in the third, uh, uh, the next segment. But uh, when you first went into the sub of your home, got about a minute and a half left, give us a quick synopsis of what you felt. Well, they had just pulled back in from Westpac, which in the Pacific, you know, that's when you go out to, uh, you know, Australia, the Philippines, and Japan and all that, and they came back as a six-month deployment. But when they are in the Philippines is when Mount Pinatabaro erupted. So they sucked up a lot of uh, pumice and ash. So when I got back, got down to the ship, they immediately ushered me back to our engineering spaces and we were lancing all the the condensers out because they had sucked up all that nasty stuff from the volcano that was my first day on the boat all right when we come back got one more question or so you're going to be hearing from president reagan you're going to be hearing from oliver north more of the bill monkley show but now let's get our attention over to the coast guard as we go to a break SRN News. I'm John Scott. Armistice Day remembrances have been observed around the world. After the coronavirus pandemic wiped out 
ceremonies last year to mark the 1918 end of World War I. President Biden is using his first Veterans Day in office to announce an effort to better understand, identify, and treat medical conditions suffered by troops deployed to toxic environments. Special envoys from the U.S., Russia, and China have met in Islamabad to discuss the path forward in Afghanistan since the Taliban overran the country. The talks come amid a deepening humanitarian crisis that has forced many Afghans to migrate to neighboring countries. Stocks closing mixed. The Dow was down 158 points. The Nasdaq gained 81, and the S&P was up two points. This is SRN News. Saturday afternoons at 4, it's time for Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Without a proper understanding of who truly owns your car, who owns your house, we're prone to mismanage that which we do have. Gaining Ground with Dr. Evan Burroughs. Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Mature, active adults can earn additional income with a flexible schedule as a companion at Seniors Helping Seniors in Pinellas and Hillsborough County. If you have a desire to help active seniors, then Seniors Helping Seniors would love to talk to you. Being an in-home caregiver offers a great sense of purpose and fulfillment and can provide you with extra income. Join the team at Seniors Helping Seniors. Learn more when you visit 813seniors.com. That's 813seniors.com. The mystery of Two Creations author Emmanuel J. Charles. First time reveals the secret of creation account from the book of Genesis, which was unknown to mankind for ages. Pastors and evangelists can start teaching creation account in churches boldly without any doubt or hesitation. Many young students who are walking away from the faith due to lack of evidence to refute the theory of evolution will find answers in this book. Adam and Eve were not evolved from animals, but created by God Almighty. God of the creation is the God of science. Visit Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com to purchase your copy today. Get your copy of The Mystery of Two Creations by Emmanuel Charles at Barnes & Noble or Amazon today. Hey, fellow homeowners, interest rates could be on the rise, so don't miss this window of opportunity. Take advantage of today's historically low rates when you call Purpose Funding. You can save up to $750 per month on your monthly mortgage payment. Skip up to two months of payments and close in as little as 15 days. That's extra money put right back into your pocket through the holiday season. They'll show you how to save lots of money by paying off high-interest debt and use that savings to pay your home off quickly. Call the trusted experts at Purpose Funding today and speak to a knowledgeable agent. The consultation is free, but your savings could be substantial. Just 15 minutes is all it takes. Call Purpose Funding today, 855-760-2651. 855-760-2651. You could save as much as $750 per month on your monthly mortgage. Skip up to two months of mortgage payments and close in as little as 15 days. Call 855-760-2651 or PurposeFunding.com. Purpose Funding, NMLS number 273-299.
Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. Special Veterans Day salute as we salute each and every one of you who have served our country. And uh, we've been talking to Dale Gore, Submariner, United States Navy, talking about his story, talking about arriving at Pearl Harbor, USN Olympia, nuclear submarine, getting his first duty post. Dale, we got a couple of minutes. We want to hear from Oliver North as well as uh, President Reagan during this segment. But first of all, what happens when you hear the Navy theme song? What happens inside of you? Anything? Yeah, I mean, I'm proud of what, what I did. I mean, I'm still great friends with most of the guys on the boat. And, you know, we get together, we talk, um, and we talk about the fact that, like, in, in the Submariner community, it doesn't matter what country you're from, um, where you served, it's a brotherhood. So, I mean, when I hear that, you know, I was proud I was in the Navy, but I'm even more proud of the fact that I was a Submariner. All right. Where was your bunk? As I said, I uh, <laughs> not, not only being on the old, I mean, I tell you what, you had to really be a Submariner World War Two. So the modern nuclear uh, fleet is uh, certainly a little bit better, but I remember spending some time on the Tennessee, and I'm like, mm. so how many? First of all, where did you sleep, and how long did it take for you to get a really good night's sleep? Well, you didn't really sleep well while you're underway. Uh, that that was not going to happen. <laughs> the bed is more like a coffin; you can barely fit into it, and I'm a fairly large dude you know thick anyway um have you ever heard of hot racking bill yeah kind of but i want to hear from you so (laughs) that's when they assign three guys to two racks and you shift work yeah shift sleeping right so (laughs) you you rotate through your watches uh generally when you go to sea we went on an 18-hour schedule so every 18 hours, we're rolling over into a new period. So generally, the, the three guys that were hot racking together, one was on the first shift, the second one, and the third one like that. So one person was always on watch. So that first underway, I threw all my stuff into one bed, and I got really slapped around a little bit because they're like, dude, you're supposed to put some stuff in both beds. You know, so like when you when you're hot racking, you had two toiletry kits, you had two towels, you had two of everything, so that you you weren't waking up the other guy in bed. That was that was one of the key things. And you know, I was one of the last guys that rotated to that submarine because as my group of guys got to the to the boat, all the plank owners, the guys who built the boat, had rotated off. And I was one of the last guys replacing somebody who was leaving, the last plank owner, as a matter of fact. So I was the junior guy in my division for three years. You know, So I was hot racking generally um, in uh, on, on the Los Angeles class submarines in, uh, in uh, cruise uh, bunking. And it was in uh, the Ford part in middle level because you had – basically three levels to the ship right 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 you know and and you know you're just passing between two racks 
That's well, if you got wanna, to sleep. <laughs> yeah, let y'all hear that. Let me hop in. By the way, the planking is, in fact, if you ever go to the USS Theodore Roosevelt, I was uh, involved with the commissioning ceremony for that, and I have a plank on that boat as well, the aircraft carrier, and that is a ceremonial uh, wooden plank that's part of Mariner history um, uh, of when the boats are launched. How long were you? Uh, very quick, we got to get on to our next segment. How long were you on the Olympia? Three and a half years. And um, I'm not going to ask you that because it's probably classified. But, uh, Waddell, let me tell you what, man. I have the greatest respect for you to go in the tube for three years and uh, to do what you did. As I say, thank you for your service to the country. Thank you for uh, the great addition you have been to the staff here at the Salem Media Group in Tampa, Salem Radio. And thanks for sharing part of your story today. We're proud of your service. Thanks for having me, Bill. It's been a pleasure. God bless you, my friend. Now I want to turn to Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. Been on my show a few times. And he had a special tribute on Veterans Day. And don't go away, because we'll also have President Reagan coming up before the top of this hour. Let's hear from Colonel North. Average age of the young American serving in uniform today is 20 and a half years of age, making him about 10 months older than his grandfather, who would have served in my war. He's a high school graduate. He's a volunteer. He is brighter, better educated, better trained, led, and equipped than any soldier, sailor, airman, guardsman, or marine of any country in history. He goes to work wearing an eight-pound Kevlar helmet, a 45-pound flak jacket, He's been taught chemistry and physics and ballistics and avionics and electronics to operate and maintain the most sophisticated weapons and equipment ever designed by the hand and mind of man. He can use his body like a weapon and his weapon like part of his body. And he can take a life or save one because he has been so remarkably well-trained. The images of the young Marines and soldiers and sailors and airmen Going to Bible studies and religious services aren't staged. They're all real. They're all spontaneous, and nearly all of them are initiated by those young Americans in harm's way. When they gather in prayer circles and huddle up before a mission, they're not going out to play football. They are going into mortal combat, and they know that some of them are liable not to come back. And they do it because they have faith. Just for the grins, how many of you raised a teenage boy? I used to do this when Betsy wasn't there because she eventually told me, I saw you raise your hand. I I did that. (laughs) Think about getting a teenage boy to clean up his own room, do his own laundry, fix his own meals, clean up everything without a size 10 in the backside. And yet that same youngster today washes and mends his own clothing feeds himself, takes care of cleaning his weapon, cleaning himself. He's totally self-sufficient. The kid who once wouldn't share a candy bar with his little brother now gives away his last drop of water to a wounded comrade, his only MRE to a hungry Afghan kid, and splits his ammo with a mate in a firefight. I always save this one for last when I'm explaining it to young people about who they are because so few of them know the truth of these youngsters. This is a frame taken from my footage on the 6th of April, 2003. Baghdad is the smoke pall you see in the background. 
The Marine unit I'm with embedded is the van, the lead element of the attack on the Eastern Corridor. We're about 15 miles outside of Baghdad and a Republican Guards regiment ambushes this Marine Rifle Company. They spin their Humvees around and there is a gunfight that occurs between this regiment and this rifle company. And in the midst of the beaten zone, the area where the intersecting bullets are crossing, a United States Navy corpsman I had first met in Kandahar in 2001 rushes into the battlefield, right through the fire, drags two, two wounded Marines out and carries them on his shoulder to a helicopter that's landed in the roadway. And in this footage right here, I am standing on the ramp of that helicopter. And this corpsman who's rushed now twice before and brought these two wounded back now has the third one. And off to the right-hand side, as you look at the screen, a Reuters news crew sets up their tripod and they're videotaping him going in and out. And as this guy staggers back into the gunfight, one of them shouts out, hey, mate, what did you do that for? Didn't you notice, in other words, you stupid American, didn't you notice that wasn't a Marine? If you look carefully at that photograph, you'll see that the wounded warrior who's already been bandaged up by that United States Navy medical corpsman isn't a Marine. It's a wounded Iraqi soldier. And this U.S. Navy corpsman has rushed into the battlefield to save his life. And so, because it's polite company, Wayne, I can only put it this way. In response to the Reuters news crew, the Navy corpsman gives them a gesture. You're not supposed to, you're not supposed to get that part. He gives him a gesture, he says, didn't you notice he was wounded? That's what we do. We're Americans. Welcome back. That is just so, so special. And I've had a chance to interview Colonel North on several occasions, and I remember the trial. I remember all about the happenings when he was a scapegoat. And I want to tell you how much I appreciate his character and his integrity in service to the nation. And by the way, he's uh, he's been an author, so if you haven't had a chance to check into some of his writings, they are classics as well. But, you know, as we are celebrating you, our veterans that are alive among us, celebrating you who may have come back with injuries, remembering those who made the supreme sacrifice. And even right now, I know that some of you, particularly those who served in Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iraq, Africa, And you've had some of your closest friends not return home. I want you to know that we're thinking about you and we're remembering the pain you may have today. Only you, none of us, unless we've been in that position such as you, are being side by side in a firefight an airstrike, whatever it was, that you're talking with your buddy one second, and the next second, he or she is gone. We are remembering you this afternoon. Coming up, we're going to be hearing from President Reagan 
as well as Lee Greenwood. But first, let me remind you, a lot of folks are doing a lot of renovation right now. So remember my friends at ACS Home Services. Because if you go to their website at acshomeservices.com, they've got a lot of opportunities to take care of those windows that are no longer working in your home, the sliding glass doors that have long since been sliding smoothly, as well as the doors in your house. And keep in mind, they'll do electrical, they'll do panel work, and they're at the top of the chain also for your central heat and air system. So check out all of what they can do right now at their website at acshomeservices.com. That's acshomeservices.com. And that number to call, just for you, 813-544-2467. That's 813-544-2467. 813-544-2467. Tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. And now, another special tribute as we remember the different branches of our armed forces. Hi, this is Jim Daly, and today is Veterans Day in the U.S. and Remembrance Day in Canada, a day set aside to pay tribute to all veterans of our armed forces, including those who gave their lives for their country. I've never had the privilege of wearing a uniform, but I've had the pleasure of knowing many men and women in the armed forces, including my own brother Mike, who served with the U.S. Navy during Vietnam. On this special day, I think of the words of Jesus, who said that the greatest form of love is to lay down your life for your friends. So next time you see a veteran, let me encourage you to express your appreciation in some tangible way. And if you can, thank their families who also make sacrifices while their loved ones are away from home. Also, please join me in praying for our veterans, asking the Lord to bless them for their service and sacrifice. We owe each person a debt of gratitude. If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Are you ready to thrive in a career with meaning and purpose? Consider a new and rewarding career as a financial advisor at Thrivent. You'll have the support of a Fortune 500 company backed by a 100-year legacy. Thrivent's team in Tampa Bay is growing and looking for candidates who are entrepreneurial, results-driven, and inspired by the promise of helping others reach their financial goals. Thrivent offers a values-driven culture, competitive benefits, and great earning potential. Call 407-942-1332 or visit Thrivent.com slash careers. 
For the past 45 years, Strong Tower Insurance has focused on the insurance needs of churches and other nonprofit organizations. Strong Tower Insurance understands your specialized insurance needs and the challenges you face while trying to fulfill your mission in our communities. At Strong Tower Insurance, our commitment to you mirrors your passion to serve our communities. Strong Tower's goal is to provide the protection you need to accomplish your mission. For all your insurance needs, come into Strong Tower Insurance. Visit us at mystrongtower.com. Word of Life creates faith-defining experiences that give students and families the opportunity to encounter God and grow in their spiritual walks. We share the gospel and support local churches in over 80 countries through high-energy youth camps and events, as well as 11 Bible Institute campuses. If you're looking for hands-on, practical help in your church, Word of Life Youth Ministries offers local advocates as well as biblical, relevant curriculum to help you serve better. Learn more at wol.org. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at Let's TalkFaith.com. moments ago I placed a wreath at the tomb of the unknown soldier and as I stepped back and stood during the moment of silence that followed I said a small prayer and it occurred to me that each of my predecessors has had a similar moment and I wondered if our prayers weren't very much the same if not identical we celebrate Veterans Day on the anniversary of the armistice that ended World War I, the armistice that began on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. And I wonder, in fact, if all Americans' prayers aren't the same as those I mentioned a moment ago. For all we can ever do for our heroes is remember them and remember what they did, and memories are transmitted through words. We see these soldiers in our mind as old and wise. We see them as something like the founding fathers, grave and gray-haired. But most of them were boys when they died, and they gave up two lives, the one they were living and the one they would have lived. When they died, they gave up their chance to be husbands and fathers and grandfathers. They gave up their chance to be revered old men. They gave up everything for our country, for us. And all we can do is remember. There's always someone who is remembering for us. No matter what time of year it is or what time of day, there are always people who come to this cemetery, leave a flag, 
or a flower or a little rock on a headstone. And they stop and bow their heads and communicate what they wished to communicate. I think sometimes of General Matthew Ridgway, who, the night before D-Day, tossed sleepless on his cot and talked to the Lord and listened for the promise that God made to Joshua. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. We are surrounded today by the dead of our wars. We owe them a debt we can never repay. All we can do is remember them and what they did and why they had to be brave for us. All we can do is try to see that other young men never have to join them. Today as never before, we must pledge to remember the things that will continue the peace. Today as never before, we must pray for God's help in broadening and deepening the peace we enjoy. Let us pray for freedom and justice and a more stable world. And let us make a compact today with the dead. A promise in the words for which General Ridgway listened, I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. I never tire of the words of President Ronald Reagan. Up next on our answer stations, Jay Sekulow Live up at the top of the hour. But I invite you to stay with us right here for the Bill Bunkley Show because we have Jerry Stewart's special tribute to Veterans Day coming up at the top of the hour on AM 570, AM 910. Up next, Lee Greenwood. Tomorrow all the things were gone. I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again. Just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the man
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.